Man, my fine neighbor is moving. This is As Told by Chi Chi. I am your host, Chi Chi. How are y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing good on this marvelous day. It is International Women's Day. And you know what that means, you know? We gotta celebrate, okay? We got to celebrate womanhood. Because women, we are trailblazers, risk takers, okay? We are the fucking shit. So here's a message to all the women out there. Girl, you are the shit. Keep doing you. And that's it. Just let your light shine. And that's it. Because you're fabulous. Okay? You're great. You're wonderful. It's women. We, um, we, 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 we handle a lot of shit. We do. Like, um, just fuck the day-to-day bullshit of being a woman, the day-to-day bullshit of being a woman, man. Like, but with all that, we still managed to get shit done. So happy International Women's Day to all the women out there. Um, let's see, we're going to start off. Yes, I, mm, it's let's start off with this daylight savings is on sunday and that means we're going to move forward so i'm excited because that means longer days i don't know like i feel yeah like longer days i first of all i'm ready for summer first and foremost let's just get that out the way i'm ready for summer because this cold weather like, I, I love fall and winter fits, like they're cute, but you know, dealing with the elements and the cold and the wind, like it just, it just don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. So, you know, we're, we're ready. We're ready for, um, we're ready for, well, we're ready for spring, but we're definitely ready for summer because summer. <laughs> um... So yeah, but um, I definitely feel like it's going to kind of knock me off of my routine just a little bit. Um, so just gotta adjust to that. But um, other than that, yeah, man, we're we're getting we're really getting to the year. We're in March, like it's crazy. We're almost, you know, actually, is this? We're almost halfway through the first quarter. Yeah. Or we are halfway through the first quarter. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Either way, um, we're ready. And this year is moving along. So we're just gonna move along with it. Um, so last week, your girl turned 22. Deuce deuce. <laughs> and I was just, I've, maybe because I've constantly been in this reflective mode, but I've really, really been in this reflective mode. And I was just like, dang, like, 
I'm kind of just like thinking about where I was last year at this time and I can say I'm currently happier where I am now than I was last year at this time because I don't know it's just you know sometimes you just go through a rough patch and the patch is is rough <laughs> That's all I can really just say. Like, it's just like, ooh. So, yeah. But I am going to share with y'all a couple things that I've learned to get to this point. 22 years of life. We are grateful. We are blessed. And we are happy. So, I'm going to share with y'all a couple things that I've learned. And, you know, just things I'm going to implement in my life to keep on growing and achieving and all that good stuff so number one therapy is the shit I'm gonna take a moment y'all I feel like everyone should really just get therapy because I love therapy <laughs> so much <laughs> I really really do um I feel like it has a, I feel like it has kind of a negative stigma or connotation in the black community. Like, oh, you're going to therapy, like there's shit wrong with you. It's just like, yes, there is shit wrong with me and that's okay. Like we have to accept that there's shit wrong with us so we can, you know, analyze it, understand, and then, you know, shift it, you know? and. <clears throat> I feel like therapy has given me a lot of valuable lessons to, to the point that I can now like, you know, sit and reflect and think about, you know, things and all that type of stuff because I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think how like, hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's just the shit. It really is. So I feel like if you can implement it in your life, that will just like, it will definitely improve. I, I feel like I'm not going to be like, oh, it's going to improve. Because no, it's not for everyone. I understand that. But in my experience, I feel like therapy has definitely given me the tools to, you know, kind of just take the time out to figure out what this is. And sometimes, like, I really, like, whenever I, like, think about, like, I go back to, like, fucking childhood and all that type of stuff. And, like, it really, I don't know, it just really helps you kind of, like, figure out and kind of debunk what's, you know, what you've learned so you can kind of unlearn it and all this type of stuff. So, yeah, definitely therapy was number one, like, number one thing that really just helped, I don't know, just improve my life basically um two having a space like creating and having a space i feel like for a long time i've kind of just like existed but i didn't have a space if that makes like if that makes sense so like understanding that i exist in this world and i deserve to have a space and 
be able to express myself and all this type of stuff. That's how, like, like, I don't know. Um, I'm like blanking here, I'm sorry. Uh, but just having a space and accepting that, like, you know, I'm in the space, this is my space, I have the right to express or do however I want, you know, and just live my damn life. So that's number two. Um, three is self-doubt is a bitch. It is a motherfucker. It is a hoe. Okay. Doubting yourself and just going back and forth in your head and all that type of stuff. It fucking sucks because you can have this great ass idea and you're just like, no, what if this, that, and it's just like the what ifs are just pulling you down. They're pulling you down. And I'm a fucking Pisces. This is Pisces season, you know? I'm a, you know, it's fucking Pisces season. And I'm a fish. How the fuck am I a fish and I'm drowning? Like, it don't make no sense. Like, it don't. So, just not doubting yourself and feeling confident within yourself for you and just be like, you know what? I had this idea. Boom, I'm gonna put it out. Boom. Boom, boom, I'm gonna do this. Boom, I'm gonna do that. And it's just like, and it's just like flowing from you. And it just feels good, you know? That's why, that's why I be writing, man. Journaling, that's another thing too. Journaling. Journaling really, um, it really, um, be helping. It really do. Um, what else? I have, hmm. I definitely feel like, this is another lesson. I definitely feel like um, my 21st year definitely taught me like what genuine grateful, gratitude, gratitude is because like I said, um, rough patch and when you get out of the rough patch and you know, kind of just seeing where you are now, it really teaches you to just be grateful. And, you know, not every period in your life is forever. You go through a rough patch, but after the rough patch, you know, good times, good times. So just staying optimistic and positive and just putting myself in like I said, a space where I can do that. I have, like I said, y'all, I have hella plants. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I live in a nursery. I really do. I live in a, a plant nursery because I love plants so much. They're just all throughout my room. And I just like love looking at them and watering them and talking to them and all that good shit. Yeah, I'm a plant mom, y'all. <laughs> it's serious. It's serious. Okay. I love my babies. I have names for all of them. I love all my kids. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I, the last thing I kind of took away from my 21st year is like, okay, um, it's time to just get out of my comfort zone and do things and travel and experience life because I, I feel like 
we get trapped in the sense that we live in like one place, but there's so much out there and there's so much I want to experience. Like I want to go all over the world and it's just like, I just want to travel, man. Like for real, for real. And it's possible. I feel like it's possible for anyone. Like if you want to travel, if you want to see the world, like people are doing it. So it's just like, you know, just, gotta go out there and get what we want get what we want so yeah those are some lessons i learned at 22 um yeah oh all right y'all so we're about to get into some serious shit It's music time. <laughs> so, Solange released it. She has given us the gift of when I get home. Like, I don't, woo, okay. The album, the album, the album. I love the album so much. I really, really do. Um, I, where do I start off? Where do I start off? Um, things I imagine are something I imagine are something I imagine. Let me not even sing, cause you know, woo, but woo, woo, woo. She just started off just, mm. but it's, let me just talk about the songs that I love. This, I'm like, this album is on constant repeat. I love this album so much, but some songs that I really love, Stay Flow, um, Almeida, Bins, Sound of Rain, I just, oh my gosh. Um, also, My Skin is My Logo, or My Skin, My Logo. Um, ah, this, <sighs> Solange made an album that, <laughs> let's just talk about Solange for a second. Solange, every project is different. Um, and the, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like she, Solange just comes at the right time. That's really just what it is. That's what it is. Um, like I was having a conversation with my friend Justin and we were just talking about the album and he was just like, I remember when the seat at the table came out and how, you know, it was just fitting for that time and it's, it was just like so empowering and moving. Like, I still like, uh, I always go back to that album. Favorite songs, Junie, love Junie. But, um, you know, and I feel like with this album, I feel like this album is definitely a classic. I think it's gonna be like, I feel like this is her, I don't know, for me personally, I feel like this is her classic album because she created a sound that you can like 
you don't know if you want to like sway or just like mm, 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 because it's like the beats like the beats knock and then at the same time she still like has that like that smooth shit so it's just like uh and you can tell like she was like i don't i don't know i feel like i feel like the joy in this album i feel like she was so happy to uh record and do this album and you know like she was just like she went home so it's like you know when you go home it's just like uh so that and then her attention to detail detail is oh my gosh the visual that's like that's one thing i really admire about solange her attention to detail like everything is just we talking about symmetry symmetry and just colors and you know just ah man it was just it Solange is everything she really is I forgot her name but uh the, the stripper who was swinging from the pole she was fucking that shit up and just oh my gosh I I'm probably gonna watch the visual after this like oh my gosh like Solange she really just stuck her foot in this album. Like, it just is everything. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Like, if you have not listened to this album, what you doing listening to me? What, like, turn, actually, no, no, no don't turn me off. Just listen to it after. Um, listen to it after because, woo, that is an album right there. <laughs> so next up, Offset, father of four. Um, out of all of uh, the Migos, Offset is the winner of the best album. Um, I did not like Quavos. I did not like Takeoffs, but Takeoffs was more tolerable than Quavos because it just yeah. But yes, father of four. <laughs> father of four. Um, honestly, I knew it was going to be a good album by literally the first song, Father of Four. Like, I was just like, oh shit, okay, here it is, here it is. Um, yeah, so Father of Four is a good song. How Did I Get Here featuring J. Cole. Um, Made Man, Wild Wild West. Um, Wild Wild West, Wild Wild West featuring Gunna. Um, Clout featuring Cardi. Like, it was just like, this This was a really good album. And I feel like it was also, um, it also definitely told a story. It told his story. It definitely did. And I appreciate that in artists because, you know, you can like, I well, I feel like every song they create is, you know, their story. But when you really like, when they really make a whole album, like dedicated to like, he was talking about like his kids and everything and all this stuff going on in the media. And it was just like, it was a really personal album. So shout out to Offset for that album. Father 4 is definitely, um, definitely a good album. So I heard, um, Migos about to come out with Culture 11. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna watch out for that. I feel like 2019 is 2019 is gonna be a good year of music. I feel it, man. I do. I do. Next, mm. 
so the Jonas Brothers came back, y'all. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers came back, and they came back with, uh, they came back with a single sucker. I'm not gonna lie, it's a. You can't tell me you did not have your Jonas Brothers phase. Like Jonas Brothers were the fucking shit. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of. Oh my gosh, what was? Oh man. Burning up, like oh, that was like <laughs> that fucking song. But SOS, Jonas Brothers were the fucking shit. They were my Disney Channel, like everything. But um, yeah, they came back with the song "Sucker." I like the video. The video was cute. They had like all their um partners, like Nick Jonas and his wife, and um Kevin and his, and all that good stuff. And the video was cute. Um, yeah, so. I guess the Jones Brothers are going to release the album. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to check for it. I'm going to listen to it. What the fuck? I'm going to listen to that shit. I'm going to see what the... F like, I love the Jones Brothers growing up. I'm going to listen to it. I can't... Mm. We can... We... We're excited for a Jonas Brothers album. We surely are. Mm-hmm. Next. We're bringing her back. Tierra Whack. Tierra Whack. Tierra Whack. Um, let's start off by saying this. Well, okay. She released... Um, she released three singles, Only Child, Clones, and Gloria. Um, I'm really happy for her. I feel like her career is like going to take off because, you know, she, I don't, I, she's, she's a very creative artist. Like the fact that she released, I don't know if it, like, I don't know if she considers it an album or an EP, but the fact that it was 15 minutes one minute each, like, and every single song was different. And it was just like, it all made sense though. Like that is, that is something. And you know, um, she definitely brings a different type of, um, style. So yes, Tierra Whack, she's definitely, she's definitely going places. Um, watch her interview. I watched her interview on Apple. Um, and she was just like talking about how she kind of just like got started and all this type of stuff. So yes, Tierra Whack released a couple singles and finally we're going to close it out with Doja Cat. Doja Cat, um, re-released her Amila album and <clears throat> it included the two singles, Tia Tamara and Moo and... Doja Cat. I do. I feel like she's also um, really creative. She can sing and she can rap and she's also just like, I feel like she just doesn't give a fuck and 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 don't get me wrong it can be in a problematic way but um, I don't know. She's just a really creative person. Especially the Tia Tamara uh, music video featuring Rico Nasty. Um, she had the whole like the episode of Sister Sister when they went on the game show and it was them versus the Olsen twins and it was just, it was a cute concept and, you know, she's talking about her fucking titties. Like, yes, Tia and Tamara. Me too, girl. Tia and Tamara. Um, so, yes, the Amila album's good. Couple of singles, not singles, a couple of songs that we liked 
Um, go to town. Um, da, 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 da. Body language. Tia Tamara. Moo. Um, and roll with us. So, yeah. That is, um, those are a couple things I've been listening to lately. Um, 2019, I feel it's going to be a good year for music. So, um, yeah, that's that. Mm-mm-mm. So I watched American Gangster for the first time last night. And, um... I feel like I kind of got flat for it because I never saw it. And I'm just like, okay, y'all, like, I don't, like, I don't know what y'all want me to do. Like, I just never seen it. Saw it. First of all, Denzel Washington. <laughs> um, Denzel Washington plays his roles all too well. Okay, homegirl is yelling. <laughs> like... She is yelling out there. Um, but I, I, girl, I understand. Um, yes, Denzel, man, he be playing his roles too well. Like, oh my gosh. American Gangster is definitely a good movie. Um, just some things I'm going to note. Um, we had a young T.I. <laughs> that nigga was so scrawny. I don't know. I forgot like what he was in. I think he was his nephew, or I think he was his nephew or his like brother. I don't know what he was, but I'm sorry. That one scene, the scene, the scene when um his business got raided and Ti ended up getting shot. I'm sorry. That shit was so fucking funny. This nigga's body like it like flew. <laughs> He fucking flew. I was had to pause the movie. I was crying. Oh my gosh, I was crying, man. I was weak. I was weak, man. Woo! Cause he just like I don't know, like it came out into. I'm trying to figure out when ATL came out because he was was he was he really that skinny in ATL? When did ATL come out? I'm gonna do a quick. We're just gonna do a quick Google because. Um, I need to figure out why he was just so itty bitty. <laughs> what the fuck? I typed in ATL. Of course, it didn't come up on first um, Google. Then I typed in ATL movie. And what the? F <laughs> was he that skinny in ATL too? Because I'm sorry, like the way he fucking flew, I can't get over that shit. It was hilarious. Oh man. Woo. T.I. has been in my life my whole entire life. I swear. Listen to that nigga since I was a kid. Anyway, yeah, American Gangster, good movie. Um, so you don't have to. I mean, is my black card still revoked? I feel like there are several black movies I still have not seen. So this one is just scratched off the list. Um, you know, just give me my card. Just playing. I'm always going to have my card. Anyway. Um, so 
a documentary I watched, um, Abducted in Plain Sight. I don't know if y'all seen it. Um, if you have, then you're going to understand where the fuck I'm coming from. If not, then I guess fast forward or turn it off if you have planned on seeing it because this is just going to be a whole spoiler. I'm letting you know right the fuck now. So, you know, don't be like, oh no, like, yeah, like I'm telling you. Let's start with this damn documentary. The parents, like, you know how in every cartoon, the parents are dumb? This was like every cartoon because these parents were like, these parents, like, I don't, oh my gosh. They were just so dumb. They were so dumb. They were so idiotic, foolish. It just, I, I don't, I, I like, at, at a certain point, it's just not even being naive. It's just like, y'all are really like, what the fuck? Okay, so basically the premise of this whole documentary is um, this girl got abducted. And she didn't get not abducted once, but twice. The first time she got abducted is understandable. Um, still, the parents were still being stupid the first time she got abducted. But, you know, shit happens. Like... You know, the second time she got abducted, the motherfuckers was just, oh, anyway, okay. So, they, it starts off with this family in, like, fucking Idaho, and literally these parents, like, these motherfuckers are potatoes, like, I'm sorry, like, so, it's this family in Idaho, this other family moves in, and they become friends, like, um, like, I think they were, like, it was, like, evenly matched, like, they were, like, a family of, like, three or four and the other family was like a family of three or four and they all had friends or whatever and everyone was just like really cool they went on vacations and they were trusting each other all that type of shit the dad um what was his name b the dad b from this like the family that moved in he was like really close with the other family and um and they would do all, all that type of shit or whatever. But he was specifically infatuated with one of them. I think her name, what was her name again? Julie? Julie? Damn, let's just, I think, it started with a J. I'm just gonna call her J because I can't really think of her name right now. And I, I feel bad, but it's whatever. Um, he was infatuated with Jay, And shit just took a turn for the worse. Like, he ended up abducting her. But the thing about it was just, like, the way he went about it, like, I don't want to see, like, he, like, he knew what the fuck he was doing each and every step of the way because, like, he had to, like, get through her parents to get to her. And he played them motherfuckers like a damn fiddle. Like, shit, man. Like, he started, uh, he had, um, had an affair with the wife he had an affair with the husband and then he ended up taking their daughter and then he like he lied and told them that he was like oh i'm going to take her to go ride horses and the mom was like um you know she has like <coughs> it's a school night and 
she has to do piano lessons and all types of stuff. He was like, oh, after the piano lesson, I'll just pick her up and we'll go and I'll bring her right back. Come on, like, you know, so whatever. Mom was like, okay, just make sure she's back before dinner, blah, 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 all this type of stuff. They gone. <laughs> like, them motherfuckers is gone. They is gone. Like, he done took her and fled to Mexico and they was, like, living out of an RV and he married her. And then when she got abducted, like, the parents, the parents waited like two days to contact the fucking authorities. And then eventually they found them like a month and a half later in, in Mexico, married or whatever. They kicked in his damn RB and they brought him back to, um, brought him back to America. The daughter was just like, and like within that time, like he abused her, like, <laughs> so when she came home she was like she was fucked up and she um she like wanted to be with him and all that type of stuff he went to jail i don't know how the fuck he well i do know how the fuck he finessed it white man he fucking finessed like he was only in jail for like a month or something like he was only in jail for like two seconds after he done kidnapped and raped this girl and all this type of shit and married her and did all this type of shit because she was and she was 12. I didn't, wasn't even mentioning her age the whole time. She was 12 when this happened because I, I'm not sure if it is now, but at some point the um, legal age to marry in Mexico was 12. And um, yeah, so she came back and she was just like, you know, she wants to be with him and all this type of stuff. He got out of jail and this nigga, I don't know where the fuck he got this money from. He done um bought a whole fucking like amusement park like white waters or some shit and um he told her to come work there and like she was and jay was just like oh i want to go be with him i want to go be with him and his parents like her parents were like absolutely not y'all and like he's like he's like trying to talk to the parents like oh like like come on like let her come be with me blah blah all type of shit the dad was like, hell to the fucking no. The mom, on the other hand, was steady fucking this nigga still. Like, not like, he, I don't know what, he was like, he was like, I don't know what the fuck type of Jedi fucking mind trick he done did or what type of dick this was. But bitch, you fucking was still fucking him and then he took your daughter again. And then the... <laughs> When she went missing for the second time, y'all, they waited two weeks to contact the authorities. And they were like, oh, it's because, like, she already got abducted once and we know how that was. And it's just, like, we don't want to go through that shit again. But, like, nigga, your daughter is gone. Like, she is gone again. Like, he done. And then he was, like, he really played this shit. Like, he was calling them and calling them. Like, oh, um... Um, have you seen her? She's missing. I haven't seen her. And they're like, no, um, we haven't seen her. Have you seen her? He was like, no, I miss her, blah, blah, blah. I swear if you're keeping her from me, we're going to have a problem. The whole time he was, not, he wasn't with her, but like he enrolled her in a school in California. I don't know what type of connections this motherfucker be having, but shit, like this dude was fucked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he took this girl all over the map, man. And then, uh, uh, I mean, uh, it was just, 
it, it was just a lot, man. That documentary was truly a lot. Um, she eventually just like, and then like, oh, I didn't even the biggest. I don't know. The biggest like way he kind of kept her like brainwashed was by saying um, she was gonna like. Uh, I I don't I can't like I have to go. I don't even know how to explain that part, but like, just watch the documentary. Honestly, I know I told you a lot, but there's still just like a lot that I still like, have like, didn't even mention. So just watch the damn documentary so we can all just be like, what the fuck together? Because what the fuck? Like, especially during this time, like, oh my gosh, fucking R. Kelly out here having fucking temper tantrums. Temper fucking tantrums. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, fucking hooting and hollering and screaming and shit. Talking about some, y'all did it, Like, what the fuck? You sound like a, like, you sound like a child. Like, and plus talking about some, I didn't even do all this. Like, nigga, there, there is proof. You, like, you, there is proof. Just sit down. Sit down. You're making it worse. Just take your shit and call it a day because you are muted. You are done. It is over. You throwing temper tantrums and having girls interview and all this other shit. Like, does it make sense that I keep people hostage? And yes, <laughs> it does. Because that's what you've been doing. Like, video, there's evidence. Like, you're done. So, um... Yeah, man. Motherfuckers crazy out here. Just so... Uh, that's Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix. Watch that shit, man. Because that was... I was watching with my sister and the whole time we were just... Oh, like... <laughs> y'all y'all know that meme of Nini when she like turns her head? <laughs> I had to hit that shit one time because it shit just doesn't make any sense. So yes, just go ahead and watch that. And finally, I'm going to close out by saying, um, we're getting to that point, y'all. We're getting to that point. Whether you um, pay attention to politics or not, we are getting into 2020 and people are throwing their hat in the ring and all that type of stuff. So it's going to be very interesting times. Um I'm going to talk about it from time to time, but I don't really want to fully involve, not not fully involved, because, like, I'm definitely keeping up to date with everything that's happening, but, like, you know, I'm not trying to bring all that type of shit over here, because, <sighs> y'all, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, everything that's happening right now, people um, having their statements and or trials and all that type of stuff. Like, I feel like it's helping, but at the same time, <sighs> he's a crafty motherfucker, man. Like, we only know, like, we only know how the fuck he finesse himself in the damn White House. And now he's here, and it's just like, okay, well, it's either he's going, God forbid, he's going to be president again because, you know, collusion. Or we can have someone else and how is that exchange of power going to happen? But it's just really interesting times. Um, uh, just, yeah, just all these investigations and 
all that good stuff. But anyway, here to talk about Bernie. We're trying to feel the burn. Honestly, Bernie Sanders, um, I admire him. I do not admire him. Mm, let me not say I admire him. Um, let's just say he has my vote. I feel like Bernie is somewhat of an, cause I don't know, at the end of the day, politician and politicians, you can't fully just, you know, trust and invest or whatever. But I feel like, um, Bernie is honest. He had a interview on the breakfast club and he was just like discussing how, um, in the primaries for the last election, how he thought he was going to be the presidential candidate and all this type of stuff and just things that he was lacking in and all this type of um, stuff. And I think it was DJ Envy. He brought up a point where he was talking about, um, he was talking about um, taxes and all that type of stuff. He was like, oh, so how are you going to change things? You know, politicians, they promised a lot, like lowering taxes. And Bernie was like, I never said I was going to lower taxes. In fact, I might even raise your taxes. But at the end of the day, it's for a bigger plan. And I feel like that's why that's why I like Bernie, because I feel like Bernie thinks of the bigger plan. Um, he was just like, you know, um, I'm going to raise your taxes, but that's because I want to implement universal health care and all this type of stuff. And it's just... If Bernie, it would, it would just be, it would be very interesting if Bernie was the nominee for the Democrats, um, because it would be a huge shift, but I feel like he's, I don't know, because, but then in the day, Bernie is not a Democrat, he is a socialist, so... Yeah, but, you know, universal healthcare for all and all that good stuff. That, and also, um, people were also saying that he was kind of dodging the conversation about reparations for descendants of slaves. And the way he responded, I was, I was like, okay, you know, like, he's right. He, like, Bernie Sanders is a big picture type of guy. And he was just like, you know, instead of why would I, you know, give reparations like, oh, just throw money at, you know, just throw money at the people and be like, okay, here you go, here you go, here you go. And instead I can implement like policies and programs and all this type of stuff to benefit y'all to like, you know, because we all know how it is for the black community. Like we have highest rates of... <clears throat> poverty and unemployment, especially unemployment youth and all the other factors that it just comes with being black. So he's just like, you know, why would I pay y'all instead? You know, I can do this. So, you know, I can make affordable housing or do this. So, you know, we can fix prisons and all this type of stuff. And, you know, Bernie just has my vote. Um, like I said, election season is coming. It's that time. Also, I just, this motherfucker gotta go down. <laughs> like, he gotta go down. We tired. We are tired of this damn tangent of fucking rain in the office fucking shit up. But one thing I can't, I have to admit, I just find myself just studying him. I do. Because he is. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. What is happening? 
I'm <laughs> sorry, y'all. Woo! I don't know. What the fuck? Anyway, um, what was I saying? Yes, I find myself studying him. He's very interesting. Oh, God, it just keeps on going. And there's more. And there's more. And there's more. Oh, my gosh, wait. Anyway, yes, he's just very interesting. He's a crafty-ass motherfucker. He got himself, just weaseled his way into the damn White House. So, um, gotta get this motherfucker out, man. Like, for real, for real. For real, for real. Because we, we can't do it no more. We can't. He's, um... You know, he's just uh, dividing us all up. Gotta come together. You know, like, we can't do this. We can't do this no more. You can't fuck Trump forever and ever and ever. Fuck him. Just, we can't. We don't want him. We're tired. Anyway. Woo! Just all of the noise today. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, yes. But that is going to be this week's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, yeah, I hope y'all have a great weekend and week or whatever. Um, yeah, so I will talk to you. Oh, hold on. Wow. Let me just. Anyway, I'm gonna talk to y'all later. Bye.